Hi, my name is Shlomo Salsa, founder of Purpose Creates Impact, host of the Teenage Impact Podcast, where you will find the inspiration to get over your struggles as a teenage kid. I was bullied, had anxiety, depression, had friends pass away, and battled confidence issues for a majority of my life. Whether you have the same issues as me, feel lonely, face challenges in your home or in school, I'm going to be interviewing people who overcame these struggles and provide you with tips on how you can overcome yours. By the end of this episode, I want you to rate and comment on what you think of the podcast. This will allow the podcast to be ranked higher and serve more teenagers. Welcome to episode number two of the Teenage Impact Podcast. This is your host, Shlomo Salson, also founder of President of Purpose Creates Impact. In today's episode, I want to go over my story on how I used to be self-conscious about speaking, self-conscious about speaking to people one-on-one, over the phone, in groups of people, for presentations, how I overcame those challenges, and some tips in the end on if you're self-conscious on how you speak, whether you come from a different country, you speak a different language, how you can overcome these barriers as well. English was not my first language. This language called Marathi was my first language. My mom was from India, dad's from Pakistan, family from Israel. So growing up, my parents didn't speak to me in English. They spoke to me in Marathi. And by the time I was four years old, three years old, I did learn English, but my family in general wasn't that good in English. By the time I was in first or second grade, I entered ESOL class. People, These are people whose English was not the first language, and I was enrolled in speech class. They will pull me out every day or every week for an hour or 30 minutes and sit down with me to try to correct my speech, my pronunciation of certain words. And that lasted all the way up until seventh or eighth grade. I can't remember the exact grade where I stopped. And that took a toll on my confidence. That was my first, I guess, exposure on thinking to myself that I'm not speaking like everyone else is speaking. Everyone else is speaking proper English. I'm not speaking proper English. I have a lot of grammatical errors. I'm not pronouncing my words correctly. I have an accent. Other kids are starting to notice that, and they are starting to pick on me as well. I can't remember the exact grade. I think it started maybe fourth grade, a little bit in fifth grade where I'm hanging out with all my friends and they start noticing uh, my accent. And when I'm, when we're in class, when we're about to read, every kid had took a turn to read. And I hated reading because I was worried about what everyone else thought about me. I was even worried about other people laughing at me when I was reading because I do remember growing up People would always make me repeat myself because they couldn't understand what I was saying sometimes. There were certain words, certain pronunciations, which was 
harder than other words and other pronunciations. I had trouble saying any words that had the R in it. I don't think I pronounced fully, fully pronounced the R in some of the words. Another thing was, I think this was a middle school, could have been a fifth grade, but I think it was a middle school where I was with a group of people and we're all telling jokes and I wanted to chime in and tell my joke. And as soon as I chimed in and I said my joke, they laughed at me, not because my joke was funny, but because first of all, my joke wasn't good. And second of all, they started making fun of my accent, the way I, I say certain things. For example, if I said a sentence like, hey, how are you doing today? People would mimic in a couple ways. Because I was Indian, they would do an Indian accent and say, hello, how are you doing today? And they would say it like that. Other ways they would mimic is sometimes they would make, mimic my voice and say, hey, how are you doing today? They would say different voice variations to try to mimic how I say things. And this went on from middle school, high school, and college. Psychologically, it wore me out because I was afraid of speaking up in groups of people because I was, first of all, I was afraid I wasn't funny. And second of all, I was afraid that people would mimic how I spoke. So in groups of people, I would always stay silent. Second thing I was self-conscious about was public speaking. When I gave presentations in school, people would laugh because people would laugh at my accents or how I would say things. In college, when I first joined and I was giving a lecture speech, my frat brothers laughed the first couple sentences of my speech because of how I spoke, quote unquote, spoke. Another reason why I was so self-conscious about speaking was another way I was self-conscious about speaking was over the phone. I hated the way my voice sounded over the phone. My parents didn't intentionally do this. As a young child, when I would pick up the phone, when anything had to do with negotiating, customer service, or talking to anyone over the phone, my parents would either say, give it to your father or give it to one of your brothers and sisters. They didn't intentionally um, make me feel bad, but I would feel bad because they were intending that just because I wasn't good at talking, just because I wasn't good at speaking, that I shouldn't be trying to negotiate or trying to talk to customer service about certain things over the phone. And that got to me. That got to me because when I, anytime I did sales and I didn't get a sale, it's because I thought to myself, it's the way I speak. Or anytime I try to negotiate or anytime I try to handle customer service, for the longest time, I passed it on to other people because I thought I couldn't handle it. Because my parents, my family engraved in my, my mind that just because I speak differently that I can handle certain situations over the phone. So I was self-conscious on giving speeches because people would laugh at me. People would smile. I was self-conscious with speaking over the phone. I was self-conscious with speaking in front of a group of people. And fourth of all, I was self-conscious when talking to girls. I thought for the longest time, first 18 years of my life, I didn't have a girlfriend. I never kissed a girl. I never uh, asked a girl out. This is because 
I thought, first of all, I was nerdy looking. And second of all, that no girl would like me because of how I talked. But I want to let you know, anyone who came from a different country who doesn't know English very well, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It boils down to confidence. When I was getting older, how I get over my fear of speaking and becoming confident, one of my mentors a year ago told me, I told him that I need to work, I need to go to speech therapy if I want to become a professional speaker. He looked at me and says, no, you don't. You need to be proud of how you speak. People are not going to listen to you because of your pronunciations or your grammar. People are going to listen to you because they respect you, they like you, because you share a message that other people can relate to. And after he said that about a year ago, I told myself, I'm not going to go to speech therapy. I don't need to take English classes to try to better my grammar. I accept how I speak. It's okay that I don't have the best grammar. It's okay that sometimes I don't have the best pronunciation. It's okay that sometimes I might, my accent might come out when I'm talking too fast. That's who I am. And what really helped was when joining the fraternity, I observed how certain people spoke. And there were times where I had to give a presentation for my fraternity and I passed it on to other people because in my brain I thought that I should give it to someone who's better at speaking. And one of the fraternity brothers told me, he said, Shlomo, you have to get over this fear eventually. At that time, I argued with him and said, this is not the time for me to get over my uh, speech anxiety. If, you, if, I, if I'm going to represent a fraternity, I have to be really good at speaking. But what I didn't realize, he was trying to instill confidence into me, saying that I am a good speaker, that I can't make an impact when giving a speech, that I shouldn't rely on other people. I'm just as good as other people. Growing up, I realized everyone else is self-conscious when giving a speech. Everyone else is self-conscious when speaking to a group of people. Not everyone, but a lot of people are self-conscious when it's their turn to speak, when it's their turn to read in front of people. I'm not alone. And all this time, I was feeding myself lies that because of my accent, that people would not listen to me. Joining a fraternity helped. What really, really helped was joining Toastmasters, where I was giving speeches every week, where I was getting in front of people, also working full-time, trying to build my, our startup. That really helped because I was constantly talking to people over the phone. I was constantly talking to people at conventions. I was constantly talking to people face-to-face. I did door-to-door sales where I was knocking on maybe 30 doors, 40 doors every single day. And after a while, I got comfortable with speaking to different people. There are still times where people can't understand me. There are still times where I can't pronounce my word. But now the difference is I got over the hurdle, the hurdle of my mindset. And once I changed my mindset, that's when confidence started building. 
that's when I started giving phenomenal presentations where I impact people. The same people who used to make fun of me for the way I spoke, the same people who used to make fun of me when I was giving a presentation are the same people who look up to me now, are the same people who come to me and ask for advice when giving a presentation. So it really doesn't matter how you speak. Three tips I can really provide you if you're self-conscious on how you speak because English is not your first language or you came from a different country or you had to go through speech class. Three tips I can give you. The first tip I can give you is other people's opinion of you on how you speak does not matter. Some of the most influential people I know have a thick, thick accent. Arnold Schwarzenegger, perfect guy. They told him he couldn't play in movies because he sounded funny. He not only played in some of the best movies ever, he was a governor of California. And he quote unquote talked funny. Some other people, many of you may not know him, but our, the university I went to, University of South Florida, the dean of college of business had a Spanish accent, thick, thick accent, but he was one of the most influential people in that university. So it doesn't matter what other people say about you and how you speak. It's how you portray yourself. Second tip I can give you, work on getting slightly better. If you're really, really, really bad where you really have to work on your craft, don't try to get perfect because that was my biggest mistake. I tried to go from zero to 100 real quick when it's a long-term process. If there are a couple words that's tough for you to pronounce, don't try to focus on getting rid of your accent. Focus on pronouncing a couple words correctly every week. Get that right, then focus on a couple more words, then focus on, on sentences, then focus on getting in front of people and speaking. Join a public speaking organization. Take a public speaking class. Work on getting slightly better. Do not try to work on getting perfect. And don't even try to work on getting rid of your accent. Your accent is a part of who you are, and your accent is what defines you. Third tip, if people are smiling or laughing at you when giving a presentation, do not worry about them. What I portray, when I see someone smiling, I used to think they're laughing at me, but sometimes people are smiling because they think you have a good speech. You just can't tell. If I see someone smiling, I don't think negatively. I now think positively and say they're smiling because they enjoy my speech. Even, even if they're laughing at me and I know they're laughing at me, I acknowledge that they think my, my speech is funny in a good way. And, but if they're trying to bash my speech, I don't even acknowledge those people in the crowd. I look at the, I look at the people in the crowd who are most engaged with my presentation and I focus on them. Because then that uplifts your energy and you do better in your presentation. What I'm really trying to get through to you here is teenagers, if you're from a different country, if you quote unquote speak funny like I did, if you have a hard time pronouncing your words, just get slightly better. Don't care about what other people think because everyone has their own flaws. And 
Your speaking ability is not your flaw. It's your strength. And because of my past and because people picked on me for the way I spoke, that shaped me for who I am. And now I'm helping other people with similar issues. So think of this situation, this circumstance as a gift from God, as a gift from God, because God gifted you with trying to overcome this obstacle so you can do something great with this gift. You just have to figure it out what it is. I found my gift. My gift is to inspire. And I got over the hurdle of speaking, and now I'm inspiring. Find your gift. Girls and boys, if you enjoy this podcast, go ahead, rate this podcast five stars, comment on it, let me know what you think. If you're on Purpose Creates Impact YouTube channel, do the same thing. And in the next episode, I'm going to go over how I used to be really, really shy when talking to girls and how I didn't have a girlfriend for 18 years and how I'll be petrified of just being left alone with a girl. So stay tuned until next time. Peace.